Hello, everyone. Welcome to Screen Scream on Viola. In today's show, we're going to talk about two movies about gossips and two movies which are sequels. I know it's super difficult to guess which sequel we're going to talk about, but first of all, let's listen to the gossip movie we're going to talk about today: House of Gucci. House of Gucci is inspired by the family empire behind the Italian fashion House of Gucci, when Patrizia Reggiani, an outsider from humble beginnings, marries into the Gucci family. Her unbridled ambition begins to unravel the family legacy and triggers a reckless spiral of betrayal, decadence, revenge, and ultimately murder. Your name is in the history. The first movie we're going to talk about today is House of Gucci. One of my friends said that she's looking forward to this movie. I personally have little interest in it because I know nothing about Gucci. The story itself, the plot, is interesting though, but I'm not interested in fashion. However, everyone loves gossip and family drama. In a global famous fashion brand like Gucci, is definitely intriguing to many moviegoers. The background of the story is set in 1970s. At the time, Gucci started to expand their brand to the world, but at the same time, they started to have some illegal behaviors, cheap products, and also they lack creativity at the time. And the juiciest part of this movie is definitely the interest and power competition between the brothers. One of them is the sneaky Aldo. The other is the conservative Rudolfo. I'm not sure if my pronunciation is correct because it's Italian. What might be attractive to most audience is the amazing cast. The key character in this movie is the female protagonist. It was starred by the actress who played an awesome singer and actress in *A Star Is Born*. That is Lady Gaga. Her character in *House of Gucci* is super beautiful. She's also very demanding and ambitious. Her character is Patricia Gucci. The person who played her husband is Adam Driver, who has a lot of New works recently. His character is introvert in the beginning, and then he falls in love. In the end, he's affected by his wife and becomes a bloodless tycoon. That really is a big difference, isn't it? So I think there are many reasons for you to watch House of Gucci. First of all, if you like Gucci and you want to know the gossip in their family, this is definitely the right choice for you. Or if you like Lady Gaga or Adam Driver, you will also enjoy the movie as well. Now, if you want to know more about some celebrity's life, you may want to watch the next movie we're going to talk about. Next door explores the subjects of gentrification and social inequality in Berlin. The second new movie we're going to talk about today is a German film called Next Door. But wait, that introduction didn't sound like interesting or any gossip at all. It sounds like some social experiment or something. But this movie, Next Door, 
is directed and acted by one of my favorite movie stars, Daniel Brühl. I'm not sure if I pronounce his last name correctly because he's German. And also, I'm not sure if the story in this movie is real, but in the movie he plays himself as an actor. So you can take a peek at how his life is like as a celebrity. However, the movie's point is to show you a daily life of a total winner in life encounter some changes on the day he's ready to fly to London for an important audition. He leaves the house earlier to the pub on the corner to relax himself, but he bumps into a neighbor. Through their talk, he starts to find out something secret and whether his life is as perfect as he thinks or whether everything's under his control is what we're going to find out in the movie theater. Not sure if all of you know who Daniel Brewer is, but he played in many famous movies such as Captain America Civil War, Goodbye Lennon, Inglorious Bastards, and Rush. I personally like him very much. And this time, Next Door is his second time playing in a film with the German actor Peter Korth after Goodbye Lenin. So the audience is able to witness how they fight with each other with words. There are intriguing dialogues and there will be some intervention from passersby and some intervention of phone calls. While we're getting closer to the truth, the tension is getting higher and higher. The imagination behind a perfect life is undecided until we see the ending. So I think no matter you're interested in knowing what a celebrity's life is like, or you like Daniel Brewer just like me, you can go watch Next Door this weekend and enjoy the movie. Before I reveal which two sequel movies we're going to talk about today, let's review what we had from last week first. Top 3, Scene 2. Top 2, The Matrix Resurrections. Top 1, Spider-Man No Way Home. So you can tell it's really difficult to guess which sequel we're going to talk about because just from top 3 to top 1 last week, we have all 3 sequels. So first of all, let's listen to top 7 to top 4. Top 6, American Underdog. I called every team in the NFL, no one's interested. Ghostbusters, Afterlife. Whoa, killer replica. A replica of what? A ghost trap? Top 5. Tia Wing again. Top 4. Sing 2. Clay Calloway is a recluse. No one's seen him for 15 years. I'll give you three weeks to get this show up. Okay, I guess this part is rather easier because American Underdog is not a sequel, it's a movie about NFL player. Ghostbusters Afterlife, yes, it is a sequel, but we've talked about it many times. Till We Meet Again, not a sequel. So yes, we're going to talk about Sing 2. It's an animation and it has a lot of characters that the audience can relate to. 
For example, the protagonist Buster Moon. We saw that in the last episode, he became a very powerful and ambitious show businessman with his friends and excellent actors and actresses. But he's going to face some new challenges and crises this episode because he has a dream that's too big. Of course, he means well, but. He promises a super scary hotel and theater tycoon that he's able to invite the legendary rock star to be a show guest. Oops, that sounds super difficult. So this time he has to spend more endurance, more courage, and more persistence to go on this journey. But what's best about Scene Two is that. All the good music appears in same series as one of the stars. For example, there are more than 40 modern or classic songs in the movie, from K-pop to pop, from Latin to rock, you name it. And you have all the singers such as BTS, J Balvin, Drake, Taylor Swift, Billie Eilish. Camila Cabello, Katy B, Bad Bunny, Shawn Mendes, Weekend, and Prince. So you can take it as a concert experience. That's just what it is. So if you like these singers, Sing Two is the best choice for you. Now let's listen to Top Three to Top One. Top Three: The Matrix Resurrections. Am I crazy? We don't use that word in here. Top two, the Kingsman. Refined but brutal, civilized but merciless. Top one, Spider-Man: No Way Home. We started getting some visitors. From every. Okay, I guess this part is not that difficult either, because we've talked about the Matrix Resurrections and Spider-Man: No Way Home. So today I want to talk about the Kingsmen. First of all, there are some interesting villains in it. In the first episode, Valentine, played by Samuel L. Jackson, is a super crazy, but he has his own moral standard, and also he's a genius billionaire. His dream is similar to Thanos. He wants to reduce a big amount of population secretly. His method is by sending signal out there so that the public will have the desire to kill. This way, he can release the environment's burden. In this episode, the whole new villain is played by Riz Evans. The actor himself is super funny, and he gives people this bloodless feeling, and he also has this sense of mysterious. Actually, he follows mysticism, and he's also a martial artist with the ability of a very special dance. Because of all of the above, the director and the stunt team design a fighting style for him, including karate, judo, and Russian dance. It's pretty unique, I guess. Aside from that. The director wants to pay tribute to the 80s. Although the background of the movie is set in World War One, 
Director Matthew Vaughn wants to present this movie with the adventurous action comedy in the 80s. He wants the audience to enjoy the story, but at the same time, they can tell that all the character settings are great, and the audience can feel that the time in the movie is both epic and adventurous. But at the same time, he also wants the audience to feel compassion for the characters, and he hopes there's emotional tension in it, and also it spreads strong political message. The reason why the director wants to shoot this film in this style is because he said that he grew up in the 80s, so he loves all the movies, fashion, art, and music at the time. And now that he has the chance to make a movie with such elements, he's definitely going to take advantage of it. Although it isn't as critically acclaimed as the previous two episodes, it's still something to watch. At least it's not as bad as The Matrix Resurrections. I think people so far who have seen it all say that it's good to watch. And if you haven't seen the previous two, don't worry, it's on Disney Plus. And that's all the time we have for today. Hope you enjoy the show. And if you like it, please share it for us. And remember to come back same time next week. I'm Viola. See you next week.